ladies and gentlemen, to Podcast Room 303. I'm your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This is my co-host, Nicholas Morhan. And as always, we have with us EPE. If you're listening, this is episode 128. How are you doing this evening, Nick? Doing good. Uh, you know, I was really trying to think every now, every, every now that we do this, every now that we do this, Jesus, every time that we do this, I try to think of like some cool, like, thing to say back to you but uh i don't have anything today so eric well now you know how i feel every time you guys throw me on the mic but uh yeah <laughs> I, I can't believe it happened again like I, I always mentally prepare for things and you said that and then i got in my head immediately so what what what, 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 would, what would make you feel start. what would make you feel the most comfortable eric to talk Having a do you want me to like, you want me to like lengthen it out? Like, and <laughs> now. Yeah, I did my own Bruce Buffer introduction every time. Standing at five foot five, weighing 325 pounds. Whoa. Okay, ruthless. Took away three <laughs> inches, added 300 pounds. Fuck you, bro. Added 300 pounds, you weigh zero <laughs> pounds, Eric. Up here I do, baby. Up here I do. Jesus well, that was a shit show of an introduction. We're only two minutes in. Now that everyone's gathered their bearings, on today's episode, we'll get into the AFC East divisional breakdown. <laughs> you mean the South? I don't care, bro. This division's <laughs> trash. Can we just put them all in the dumpster and leave them there? What if there was a- needs to say is the NFC or the AFC South. See, look, nobody can talk today. It's That's AFC how bad South. this division is, bro. The AFC South. I will say. For all the other weeks when I was doing prep for, like, different odds and stuff, it was pretty easy to, like, know which players were where. But for this one, like, I had to go look at rosters and make sure that – because DraftKings had nothing. It's like the, it's like Vegas doesn't want anybody betting on this. They're like, we're just going to take your money if you bet on this because they're trash. Yeah, they really are. Uh, for those of you unfamiliar with the AFC South, first of all, read a book. Just kidding. Uh, it contains the Tennessee Titans – Indianapolis Colts, Houston Texans, and Jacksonville Jaguars. But before we get into that, uh, I want to ask you guys, what's your favorite movie you've seen so far this year? Oh, Jesus. That's tough. This is obviously going to be recency bias because I've been meaning to go see Top Gun and Thor and still haven't. The Gray Man was pretty good. With uh, Ryan Gosling and Chris Evans on Netflix. And Ana de Armas. Well, it doesn't hurt to have her in any movie. It does not hurt to have her in anything. I need, an, I need a nutty professor with Ana de Armas where she just plays all the roles. <laughs> <laughs> first of all, you guys laugh, but you're first in line to see that movie. Oh, 100%. Um I can't really think of any other movies I saw. I, 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 I'm, I'm trying to think. I saw the new Jamie Foxx vampire movie. Day Shift? Yeah. It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. It, it, looks, it, lo- it looks terrible. It, it, it was I all right. Watch, I didn't watch it's, it, but it looks terrible. For me, it was, it was the Franco brother. Like, I just... I just don't like him anymore. I know he used to be funny and he just kind of plays the same goofy ass dude every time. It's like, all right, dude. Yeah. <laughs> he wore off much sooner than Vince Bond's playing the same character every time. Hey, 
Vince Vaughn is talented. He's six foot five. You shouldn't be that tall and that talented acting wise. What? What are you like? What are you cross referencing on your chart? Yeah, I have no idea, dude. I have no idea how tall. Height requirement for talent, Eric, or the height cap? How tall can you be in talented? Six two. I think six two is a good cap for actors. Yeah, because after that, it just doesn't fit. So the Rock is shit out of luck. Yeah, he's a terrible actor. Sorry, Chris Helmsworth. That is not true, bro. The Rock is. These are the Rock. If you were to say he's in every jungle action movie ever, I'd say yes. Yeah, and they're god awful. They're not god awful. Dude, Jungle Cruise, I contemplated jumping out of the window. You had fun during that movie. No, I didn't. No, that was that was a bad movie. But not all of them are bad. Both the rundown. You didn't like the rundown. The rundown's awesome, but it's he does okay. Oh wait, no, he wasn't. You could be in. He was in the rundown, right? And they could be good movies. Yeah, he was. But it doesn't necessarily mean you're a good actor. Like he's not whatever, dude. We're not gonna we're not having a Will Smith fiasco again. Let's just move the fuck on from this conversation before I get blown up my text messages. You're already on you're already on that hill, bro. No, I'm not dying on this one. from the Will Smith stuff. So look, the rock plays the same character now, but before he was typecasted into richest fucker in Hollywood. <laughs> like, that's his role, by the way. He just plays richest fucker in Hollywood. He made movies where he acted well, so he can act. Also, the tooth fairy is fire. I don't care what nobody <laughs> says, bro. I'm just saying. I guess the Fast <laughs> series, like the Fast and Furious series, just corrupted me on most of those guys. Yeah, but I mean, the Fast series, it's a laughing stock for a reason, bro. But everyone loves them. They go still go see them. But that's they're gonna be bad movies. They're just action, shoot them up, blow shit up. And then somehow they are secret agents who saved a day. You can't tell me you don't have fun during those movies, though, Eric. I'm so excited to go to those every time, bro. Is there good? They're they're good movies in terms of like I don't want to watch. If I had to choose between two and a half hours of cars blowing up and tanks and outer space cars, I'd watch that in a heartbeat. That's an escape. Movies are supposed to give you escape from reality. Yeah, I'd much rather watch that than The Reader. And we know yeah. The Reader is a way better movie. Like, right. <laughs> like, but I'm not trying to watch The Reader 24-7 whenever I feel like it. Bro. Eric, Fast Five or 12 Years a Slave? Which one are you taking? That's such a horrible fucking option. Oh, it's not. Which one are you watching? They're both excellent movies. Which one are you watching, Eric? I'm going to pick Fast Five. Fast Five because it's an entertaining movie that detaches you from reality. Yeah, because I don't want to see movies about slaves anymore, dude. I've, this is where we stop, out. Eric. This is where you just answer the question and you don't say anything else. No, I'm saying like it's it's like we get it, dude. It sucked. Like we don't need any more movies about it. Like come on, oh. move the fuck on from it, dude. We get it. It sucked. <laughs> that's, that's the that's the tagline for slavery. We ne- we needed, bro. We get it. It sucked. We get it. It bro. sucked. Oh, oh God, my God! <laughs> this listen, listen. The executive producer of the podcast, his views are his and his own. They do not represent Room Three Hundred Three as a whole. Oh my God, bro! That's the greatest tagline ever, dude. Dude, I'm just saying, Yo, man. If you look at the history of the world, some really Jesus bad shit Christ. happens from time to time. 
Jesus Christ. Oh, don't ask Eric what his opinion on the Holocaust is. <laughs> oh, it was a terrible time, but boo-hoo, let's keep it Eric, pushing. that was me saying, we're not asking you what it is. <laughs> he said, it was a terrible time, but boo-hoo. <laughs> <laughs> These taglines are insane. They oh own Hollywood, dude. Like, let's keep it pushing. You guys got your reparations. Bro. Oh my God. Uh, all right. All right, Eric. Let's all right. Let's attack it. Let's attack a homegrown tragedy. Give us your thoughts on September eleventh. Nah, bro. That's it's fucking Oh, nah. that's too far. Yeah, it's too far, dude. Okay. Yeah. Oh my god. Yo, if those there's parody skits in that whole like last two has to be. There, there's so many parody it skits. It was hard. We get it. Look, before you take this clip and say that we're terrible human beings and only show people the 15 seconds, make we sure are. you're at this point where we're calling it parody right. and we are laughing hysterical, you jamooks. And we also say that these are the views of Eric Washington, Eric Washington alone. He does not represent the views of the Room 303 Corporation. <laughs> you got to say it faster than that next time. Yeah. I'm just going to get it tattooed on Eric Washington's views do not represent podcast Room 303 as a whole. Nick and Jermaine are allowed to be independent individuals who express their own thoughts. <laughs> Whatever, dude. We, hey, that's the title of today's episode. We get it. It sucked. <laughs> we get it. <laughs> oh. All right. Listen, All right, let's get oh, into this AFC. Joey, do you have something else? Nick? Oh, I was just I was just gonna shout out our brothers over at Revenge of the Pod. We're just we're idiots over here talking about movies. Uh, I'd actually like to hear them answer that question. Yeah, they're gonna. I know the answer they're gonna give you. Everything, everywhere, all at once. Ah, which that movie was. They're blowing that movie out of proportion, bro. It wasn't, but they're the same people who are like, "Oh my God, spot the new Spider-Man fucking walks well, on water." It's the same people <laughs> like, that were like I, googling, gagaing over Parasite. Then I went to watch it, and I had to fucking read for two hours. Like, come on now. This was supposed was, to be boosting up our friends, but instead we're like, "No, they suck." <laughs> okay, well, uh, no, I, uh, I just look. I just don't think their movie choice. Is the best on the year. I just don't right. agree with it. But I should come on here and debate it with us. And to go all the way back to your original question, Jermaine, I still think it's Top Gun or Jurassic Park. As it's one hundred percent one of those two. Yeah, they're personally my favorite. I don't think they're the best movies, but they're personally my favorite. That's so enjoyable, bro. Jurassic Park was the best movie this year, and but that would really? do Top Top Gun was so fucking good. I, like you could ask me tomorrow, it's gonna be Top Gun, and then you could ask me on Wednesday, it's gonna be Jurassic. Jurassic what Park. I've heard awful things about the new Jurassic Park. What made well, it so that, good? No, because people dude, suck, dude. Bro, it was the perfect merger of the old and new. They had fucking dope dinosaurs. They had fucking end of the world scenarios. Like, what more do you want from a Jurassic World movie? They have it, my. They have it, my guy, uh, Doctor Alan Grant, aka Harrison Ford, in it. Yeah, for sure, it did have him. Bro, I loved it. The character beats, the interactions between the new and old characters, the way they tied it all together. You know, interesting. They, they told a, a good story with a fucking girl, the little girl and the little dinosaur. Like, bro, it's a fucking dinosaur movie. What more do you want? It's fucking awesome. It's like people <laughs> hating on Bullet Train. Like, it, Bullet Train is just entertainment. Like, it's just entertaining. Doesn't that the plot may have a bunch of holes in it? Okay, who cares? 
So does your didn't, mom's. Never mind. Didn't sorry. he just have that same argument? Yes. Like, yes. We've now gone, and for those of you out there, we've now gone full circle. Eric saying a movie is just entertaining, and people shouldn't watch it for any sort of context, but just to be entertained. Yeah, unless it's a Will Smith movie, then I want to be fucking blown away because he's such a talented actor. Or Dwayne The Rock Johnson. Oh, my God. So, Eric, so then again, this brings me back to an old podcast topic. What do you have against Wild Wild West? Dude, I don't like it. Like, I like if I had to sit here and tell you, like, it was corny. For one, it was corny as shit. Like, the, it the was villain dope when with this stupid bro. fucking mustache and this fucking big-ass tarantula. Like, it just wasn't entertaining, dude. Like, You're lying to yourself. I'm not lying to myself. The highlight that of that movie was Salma Hayek, bro. It was it was the first movie where they let like Will Smith be like it was like Will Smith and Men in Black but just in the old west. Look, man, I I don't know what to tell you. I didn't enjoy it. Go back and watch it. That's because it had Will Smith in it. That's why I didn't enjoy it. Yeah. (laughs) All right, so let's get into the AFC South. Oh my God, that's not that's not possible. Oh, that's 2012. I was just like, there's no dude. So I was about to start reading the standings, and it uh-huh. said the Texans were 12 and four last year. Yeah, Davis Mills, <laughs> dog, long neck David. <laughs> I went cross-eyed. I stared at. I was like, that can't <laughs> be right, bro. I was like, nobody knows anybody on the Texans. You cannot go 12 and four if nobody knows who's <laughs> on your team. <laughs> oh boy, Davis Mills is still the quarterback, correct? Dude, and Davis Mills is going to be the best quarterback out of that class. Don't that dude's going to win an MVP in his career. Why? Man, that's bold. Why? 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 Eric? Why? Why? He's going to be the best Stanford product. Is he even from Stanford? I already. Re- <laughs> I hitched my wa- I hitched my wagon to Davis Mills, and now Eric's on that same wagon, and I'm jumping off. That's it. You can have him. I'm no longer. Fuck Davis Mills. He's a bum. Fuck Davis Mills. He's a long run. He won't be any good. I'm wow, Eric. Terrible. Yeah, he is from Stanford. Good job. Yeah. Or maybe he'll quit like every other Stanford quarterback did. Oh. It's a shout, little low. Shout out Ryan for drafting him. <laughs> Four hours before he retired. <laughs> and then he had a player tear his ACL the next day. That was the greatest fucking draft weekend uh, moment ever. Oh, man. Wasn't that the year Ryan got last? Yeah. Oh, what a loser. That's what happens when your fucking <laughs> quarterback retires. He drafted him so early, dude. You imagine, Nick, you take your, like, fifth or sixth round pick, right? You get the you get Captain Andrew Luck, and then uh-huh. he just retires. You don't have a sixth round pick at all anymore. And then, like, one of your first or second round picks tears their ACL. Is this all before the season starts? <laughs> he didn't even get to week one. Oh, my God. Well, since we're talking about the AFC South, and this came up naturally in the conversation, what do you guys think the AFC South looks like? Or what do you think the landscape of the NFL looks like if Andrew Luck stays and they put this team together around him? I don't think it changes anything. Do you think he was mid? No, I think the talent around him wouldn't have beat the other AFC teams. Mm. Like so that, like, right, that so Colts team gets stomped by the Bills. So when did so when did when did Luck retire? It's five years ago now. Luck retired what? 2016, 2017? Yeah, right before that season, I'm pretty sure. 
Yeah. Are you saying, yeah, like you saw it or? <laughs> no, yeah, two, like... 2019, he retired. Oh, 2019. So yeah, so, so even less. So let's think about 2019 then. So they, they brought in, who they who did the Colts bring in to play in 2019 for quarterback? Jacoby Brissett played that year. Oh, go Pack. And the Colts finished what? Oh, wait, hold on. So he retired the the 2019 season? Yeah, right before. Colts sure? go set. Yeah. Not, oh, yeah, because uh, Matt Ryan hasn't played yet. Yeah, so they go seven or nine. Right. They go seven or nine. The Titans go nine and seven. The year before, the Colts were ten and six with Andrew Luck. Do we think that team stays that way? Mm, I mean, T.Y. Hilton before he got bust. No, I honestly, I don't think. I think they stay around the same win loss. Sure. Right. Do you think they? Do you think they go nine and seven again with a healthy Andrew Luck? In in twenty nineteen. Yeah. Oh, in 2019, yeah, they easily go nine and seven or ten and six. Okay, they let's see, they play, they beat the Texans and then they lost the Texans by three away. They probably win that game and win the division, right? Correct. And they don't get beat by the Jaguars. Correct. Yeah. Yeah, I. I mean, I, I think that. I don't know. It's. Matt, then Phil Rivers never – so Phil Rivers ends his career Charger. Yeah. Right. Matt Ryan never comes to the Colts. Matt Ryan ends his career a Viking – or not a Viking, a Falcon. Carson Wentz never gets traded to the Colts. Carson Wentz never gets traded. So Carson Wentz is now, what, an eagle? Or dead. Well, he, would get, <laughs> he, would get, he would get traded probably to like – the Broncos. So Carson Wentz goes to Denver, which means where does Russell go? Well, I mean, I still think they Pittsburgh. end up trading. I still think they end up trading for Russell Wilson, anyways. They're so not Carson, keeping Carson Wentz. <laughs> so, all right, so Carson Wentz goes to Denver, has a year in Denver, last year in Denver, right? Mm-hmm. So then where do they trade Carson Wentz to after that? And then Carson Commanders Wentz. still need a quarterback. Well, yeah, but you'd have to imagine this is a, is a domino effect. So Teddy Bridgewater never plays in Denver, so he goes somewhere else. Drew Locke got traded as well. Right. Uh, Carson Wentz. Maybe the Panthers, the Panthers never trade Teddy Bridgewater? Which means they never acquire Sam Darnold. Nick's really wishing this happened. Which means they trade for Carson Wentz. Carson Wentz surrounded by the loving atmosphere in Carolina. <laughs> not the hellhole that is not the hellhole that is Philadelphia. Takes the 2022 Carolina Panthers to the Super Bowl and finally wins no as chance. an injury-free playoffs. I mean, I like this. I like where this is going. No chance. Andrew Luck not retiring does not change. Okay. Anything I feel like the, I don't think the re- he wins a Super Bowl. The reason I'm asking is because you know when we came out, we all all we heard was he had like the highest test scores in the history of of the draft and blah blah blah, and he was touted as like a, you know heir apparent to Peyton Manning. And now we have Justin Herbert, Josh Allen, and 
a bunch of other cats that are, you know, starting to step over the league. Where does Andrew Luck fall in with, with them? Like, would he have been one of those dudes at the top tier? Yes. Or would he have, he 100%. Yeah, 100%. Okay. Yeah. He'd be dusting. He already was. He'd be dusting those fools in QB matchups, bro. Yeah, 100%. I think, cool. he, I, just, I think he. I think Andrew Luck is. I think Andrew Luck would have been that next generation, and he would have kind of, you know, if we want to think about it, if if he keeps playing at like at a healthy level, right? There was no shot. season. Looking at Pro Football Reference, there was no season when Andrew Luck played sixteen games that the Colts lost more or didn't win at least double digit games. The dude was a baller when he was healthy. I mean, Jermaine and I had Jermaine and I had debates before we started this podcast that Andrew Luck was a top five quarterback when healthy. If Andrew Luck stays in and he plays the game, Justin Herbert, Joe Burrow, those guys aren't top tier quarterbacks now because the AFC runs through Indianapolis and it runs through Andrew Luck. And yeah, maybe he loses some. Maybe he, you know, you, you know, you still gotta. You still got to factor in like Patrick Mahomes still plays in the AFC. But I think instead of this Patrick Mahomes, Joe Burrow, Patrick Mahomes, this quarterback, Patrick Mahomes, you know, it's it would be literally it would, you would get a Brady Manning with Mahomes and Luck. Yeah. And, I, and the reason I asked is because I remember like going to that year that he retired, like he was taken high in fantasy football drafts because he was probably one of the top rated quarterbacks. He was the comeback player of the year. 2018, he was comeback player of the year. That team had crazy fucking Super Bowl potential, supposedly. Yeah, I don't think they win it that year, but I think they definitely are playing maybe AFC Championship. Right, but cool. um, no, so like him and Deshaun, I mean, they were battling in that division, bro. That was, dude, the AFC quarterbacks, if Andrew Luck was still there, is outrageous. Lamar, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow, Justin Herbert, Patrick Mahomes, Deshaun Watson, Andrew Luck. Russell like, Wilson. Now Russell Wilson, yeah, but that, that wasn't at the time. I mean, it's just like those are all the matchups you can see regularly. <laughs> like that's right. and Andrew and Andrew Luck was as good as advertised. Like he was absolutely filthy, but he's gonna be remembered uh how Barry Sanders and Calvin Johnson are remembered. Yeah. 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 That's unfortunate. And Luke Keekley. <laughs> had, 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 had to throw the dagger in, huh? Had to throw the dagger in. All right. So now that we've reminisced about Captain Andrew Luck. Let's go ahead and get into the AFC South divisional breakdown. So those, for those of you who weren't paying attention, last year the Tennessee Titans won the division with a 12 and 5 record. Indianapolis Colts did not qualify for the playoffs in 9 and 8. Houston Texans were 4 and 13 and the Jacksonville Jaguars were 3 and 14 and had one of the most impressive wins to end the regular season we've seen in some time, eliminating Carson Wentz and the Indianapolis Colts in what was a conundrum of a game. It resulted in Carson Wentz getting traded. So <clears throat> now that we've gone over the 12 and 5 record, let's see some of the departures that the Tennessee Titans had. Two running backs, Darrington Evans to the Bears and Dante Foreman to the Panthers. Three wide receivers. AJ Brown, their stud, was traded to the Philadelphia Eagles for a first round pick. Julio Jones was not re-signed. He actually signed with the Buccaneers and they lost Chester Rogers, who's no longer on the team. Two tight ends, Ferkser and Pruitt. 
two offensive guards, Quisenberry to the Bills and Roger Saffield to the Bills. That's kind of crazy. And two linebackers, Jayon Brown and Rashawn Evans, went to the Raiders and Falcons, respectively. Cornerback Jack Rat Jenkins, that's right, that's his first name, is no longer with the team. And cornerback Buster Screen retired. You have to be special to rename yourself to Jack Rabbit. Uh, so they added, they re-signed Dr. Hill. You traded for Robert Woods, uh, signed Austin Hooper, signed Jeff Swain, signed Ben Jones, and Jamarco Jones as the center and uh, guard. They signed, re-signed Harold Landry to a five-year deal. Um, interesting. It said Buster Screen retired, but he resigned with the Titans. And then they signed a long snapper and re-signed their kicker, Randy Bullock. Eric, can you give us the over-under for Tennessee? <clears throat> yeah, so Tennessee has the second-best odds to win the division at plus 175. Um, the over is minus 115. The under is minus 105. And their line has been set at nine. Nine, okay. Plus 175. That's a juicy line. All right, walk me through the standing. Walk me through the uh, – <clears throat> Jeez, schedule. schedule. You got schedule. it, buddy. Schedule. All right. Week schedule. one. They open they open week one. Home against the Giants. Then at Buffalo versus the Raiders. Two road games, the Colts and the Commanders, a week six bye week. Then they play the Colts at home. Two road games, Houston and Kansas City. Broncos at home. Packers on the road. Bengals at home. Eagles on the road. Jags at home. Chargers on the road. Two home games. Texans, Cowboys, and then they finish the year at Jacksonville. All right, boys, let's break it down week by week for the Tennessee Titans. Week one, New York Giants, what do we think? That's a dub. Dub. Week two, at Buffalo. Week three, against the Raiders. <laughs> well, what's – Eric, can you look up – can you look up – Tennessee versus Buffalo, the last like few times they played each other. So week three versus the Raiders is a very fascinating matchup. <clears throat> it's going to be on Tennessee's defense to get them through to the playoffs this year. And obviously you got to hope that Derrick Henry is good. Um, the departures on the offensive line concern me. And also considering they can't seem to figure out their tackle positions on top of that. So uh, that Raiders matchup is an interesting Speaking of a what if, it was released this week by Dana White in a press conference. Said that he had he had everything but a, a signature on the dotted line that Tom Brady and Rob Gronkowski were coming to Las Vegas to play for the Oakland or played for the Las Vegas Raiders. And John Gruden said no. <laughs> What, like, you could not kick the Raiders more than you have at this moment. I cannot believe, and there were Raiders fans telling me they didn't want Brady. Everybody wants Brady. You know how crazy it is to say you don't want Tom Brady on your team? Dude, Drew Brees was in danger of retiring, and even I was just like, yo, I hope Tom Brady comes to the Saints. Right. right? (laughs) who does not want tom brady oh yeah so they are two and three in their last five um what about in buffalo home team they haven't played in buffalo since 2018 and they titans lost that game 
The last two games have been in Tennessee, and they won 34-31-42-16. Okay. So those what do we think? Last, those, were last, those were the last two years, correct? Yes, 2020 and 2021. Yeah, so they've had Buffalo's number. Oh, look, I don't think Tennessee has the offensive firepower anymore to keep up with Buffalo. Buffalo feels like a different team than before, especially when you see like the additions they made on their offensive line. They're a much more successful running team currently. If you look at preseason statistics, like they are averaging the most, um, you know, expected yards, and they're averaging the most yards without contact. Like that's how much better this offensive line has gotten. Uh, the departure of Ryan Dable doesn't concern me. Uh, the Gabe Davis slotting in next to Stefan Diggs and Isaiah McKenzie slotting in in the slot due to Jamison Crowder's injury doesn't concern me. Dawson Knox has got another year. This is, he's prime for that tight end takeoff. I think Buffalo gets him. Okay. One on one. Week three, home against the Raiders. You're, you're going L, Eric? Yeah. You know, this is a, a, a speaking podcast, right? Yeah, I know. I just have no faith <laughs> in this team. You don't have faith in the Titans, so you're going L Raiders, okay? Raiders take Raiders get the dub then. Okay, week four at the Colts. Uh, that's a fast. It's a fascinating Tennessee schedule. At the Colts or at uh, Colts at home? At in 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 Indianapolis. Okay, that's what I thought. Oh, uh, I think they sneak them. I think they sneak the Colts at home. Okay. Or on the road, I mean. Uh, Eric, while while we're discussing this, can you look up what their record is against the Colts, please? The last five at the Commanders. Yeah, they get that dub. It's a trash Commanders team. So they're three and two going into a Week Six bye week. We've already discussed how later season bye weeks are probably better than early season bye weeks because it lets your vets heal up. So a Week Six bye week, we don't really like Week Seven coming out of the bye week. Uh, against the Colts. Hold on. What's the what's the record, Eric? So the the, the Colts are four and one against Tennessee in the last five. Get the fuck out of here. The Colts are four and one in the last five. If I move it up to ten, Yikes. they're four and six. So the Colts have their number. Yeah, and they've been playing Jacoby Brissett, Philip Rivers, and Carson Wentz for the last six seasons. And the Colts have been whacking. I mean, sorry, them. three seasons, and the Colts have been whacking them. Maybe, maybe I'm wrong. Maybe they don't sneak the Colts after all, bro. Maybe not. What do wow, we? So what do we? What, what do we want to say? No, I'm sticking with the original guess. Uh, okay. I think they. I think they lose coming out of the bye. Okay, they lose coming out of the bye. Does it? Does it scare you at all that Mike Vrabel is three and one all time coming out of byes? No. And it is against the Colts. <laughs> It doesn't. So, like, I, okay. I think they Fuck. split with the Colts. They split, I'm, they split I'm with just, the Colts. I'm, I'm offering stats. That's all I'm doing. All right. Week eight at the Texans. W. Easy dub. Week uh, nine at the Chiefs. Loss. Oh, that's a loss, but this is the trail on Burks coming out game. Okay. Week 10, Denver at home. Loss. Oh. Damn, they played – Damn, they play that division. That's tough, bro. I think that's a Denver at home. 
That home is the saving grace. I think they lose, though. I think Denver's got something to prove this year. At Lambeau? I think they could win at Lambeau, to be honest. Eric? Green Bay don't scare me. That's a lot. What... Going back to when we talked about the Packers, we had the Packers winning like 13 games. I don't see the Titans being one of those losses. No, I did not have them winning 13 games because I didn't take them on the over. Okay, so Eric, so why are they gonna why are they gonna beat Green Bay in Green Bay? November in Lambeau. Why do the Titans win? I don't think the Titans win. Oh, so yeah. you both agree. Got it. All right. Week uh week twelve versus Cincinnati. That's interesting. It's a brutal schedule. It's an absolutely awful schedule. I think that's the only I don't think the Tennessee Titans are this bad, but they I think they lose that game. Okay. Week 13 at the Eagles. Eric, no comment. Week 13 at the Eagles. I'd like this Eagles team. I think they catch the L. Bro, I'm not going to start with the Eagles, but it's looking real good. Week 14 versus Jacksonville. That's a dumb. win. Right. Week 15 at the Chargers in Los Angeles. Loss. I think they I think Dude, they can a, win that game. That's an East Coast team going West Coast. Nah. That's a that's home field advantage. The Chargers don't have fans. Eric, and it's not East Coast. Whatever, dude. They're really close to the East Coast. No, they're not. Have you ever been to Nashville? It's close enough. No, it is not. <laughs> You it's closer than Kansas City. What'd you say, Duran? I was like, you can drive to the beach. <laughs> right. Yeah, right. All right. What do we? Uh, what do we think? I guess they lose to the Chargers. They're winning some right. of these games. I got to pick them in some of those coin flip games. Right. All right. Houston at home. Yeah. Yeah, they beat Houston. Okay. Dallas at home. Primetime game, 815. They played Dallas at at home. Dallas in Tennessee, correct. That's Derrick Henry's best game of the season, and they win. (laughs) I think I think they could win that game, yeah. Okay, at Jacksonville to end the year. Yeah, they win that loss. (laughs) Trevor Lawrence does it again. He beats them and he keeps them out of the playoffs. Well, Eric, if you've looked at the record, they're not. He did that. So, to, they're not losing to the Jaguars. It's not happening. Their season so cannot ba- go that south. So based on this, you've ranked the Tennessee. We've ranked, ranked the Tennessee Titans eight and nine. What's our over under again, Eric? Nine. It's nine. Nine wins. Let me. And, and here's the thing, right? We we've had a lot of difficulty talking about them, but. The problem with this is it's an absolutely brutal schedule, right? Weeks two through four at Buffalo, home against the Raiders at the Colts. Then weeks nine through 13 at the Chiefs, home against the Broncos at the Packers, home against the Bengals at the Eagles. That's a fucking brutal schedule. That's brutal. Listen, here's the thing. I don't think Tennessee is a sub-500 team. I cannot justify them being above 500 with the schedule. No. So here's the thing. Like, 
this is truly the coin flip team, right? right? Because of that schedule, they're not that bad. Their defense is outstanding, right? They still have Derek fucking Henry. Until, and Mike Vrabel as a coach. Him, until we see him fall off a cliff, they still have Derek Henry, in my opinion. You know what I mean? Like, just like they still have Tom Brady until you see him fall off a cliff. Um, and that's the thing. You can see them winning with a final possession against the Raiders or against the Chargers, who are notorious for blowing it. Like, you could see that easily happening, and then they're a 10-win team. But I'm not willing to say that. So if I had to bet, I'm taking the favorite at minus 105. I'm taking the under, but I'm not betting anything on this. No, absolutely not. Yeah. All right. Well, there you have it. We predict the Tennessee Titans are going to go 8-9. They could go 9-8. and I, just, I don't see how with this schedule. Yeah, there, I just no, – no chance, dude. It's too many good teams. Like, right. good teams beat up on each other. And and that's what you get for winning the division. <laughs> yeah, that's what it is. Okay, who we got next? Indianapolis Colts, right? Yeah. Sorry, my shit's just not clicking. There we go. All right, so the Indianapolis Colts finished second in the division at 9-8 and eight behind a Herculean effort of Carson Wentz. Just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Here are some of the departures for the Indianapolis Colts. Quarterback Carson Wentz was traded to the Commanders. Running back Marlon Mack signed with the Texans. Wide receivers T.Y. Hilton and Zach Pascal are free agent and with the Eagles, respectively. Tight end Jack Doyle retired. They had a complete overhaul on the offensive line. They lost Julian Davenport to the Bears. Eric Fisher and Sam Tebby are no longer with the team. Mark Glowinski is with the Giants. Chris Weed is with the Vikings. Two defensive ends are no longer with the team. Al Quadin Muhammad is with the Bears, and Kamoko Toure is with the 49ers. Defensive tackle Antoine Woods is no longer with the team. Matt Adams linebackers with the Bears. Falling cornerbacks are no longer with them. TJ Carey, Xavier Rhodes, and Rock Yasin was traded to the Raiders. Following safeties are no longer with the team as well. Jaleel Adai, George Odom with the 49ers, Andrew Sandejo, and Curry Willis retired, and kicker Michael Bagley is no longer with the team. Additions for the Colts include uh, quarterbacks Nick Foles and Matt Ryan. <laughs> Ain't that an impressive <laughs> locker room? Running back Philip Lindsay, tight end Mo Alley Cox resigned. Offensive tackle Dennis Kelly and Matt Pryor signed with them. Defensive ends Tyquan Lewis and Yannick Ngakwe. Linebacker Zaire Franklin. Quarterback Brandon Fassion. And cornerback Stefan Gilmore and safety Rodney McLeod. All right, Eric, give us the over under, please. So they are the favorite to win the division at minus one thirty. Their over is minus one fifteen. Their under is minus one hundred five, and their line has been set at ten. Huh? Indianapolis ten wins. Huh? Okay. Favorite to win ten wins. Open week one. Actually, they open they open the season with two away games: Texans and Jags. Then two home games, Chiefs and Titans, another road game at the Broncos, the Jags at home at the Titans, Redskins or Commanders at home, two road games, Patriots and Raiders, two home games, Eagles and Steelers at the Cowboys, a week 14 bye week, week 15 at Minnesota, week 16 home against the Chargers at the Giants, and then home against the Texans to end the year. 
let's go week by week. We agree that week one, week two at Houston, at Jacksonville, probably dubs for the Indianapolis Colts. If it's not, then the Tennessee Titans win this division. (laughs) Right. So you heard it from here first. The AFC South will be decided by by the time September, by the time September flips to October. Yeah, All if this right, Colts team loses to Houston or Jacksonville to open the season, I will be flabbergasted. Yeah. Uh two road or two home games after that, Chiefs and Titans. We already talked about this Colts Titans matchup. Do the Colts have the Titans number still this year? I think they split it. Okay. Uh I said they they lose this game and win the next one, so I'm going the same thing. Chiefs at home week 3. I'm I'm calling the upset here. Okay. Eric, any thoughts or agree? Uh no, I I I did not know that they had revamped their O-line. I thought they were going into the season with the same O-line and it changes my view on them drastically. Okay. I actually do think the Titans beat them. Okay. You think the Titans beat them? Yeah, yeah. Both times. Yeah. Okay. Uh week 5. At the Broncos in prime time. <laughs> so I wish Eric would have looked at this team before <laughs> we got into here. So which one are they playing prime time? At Denver Bron- in at, prime at time. Denver, Thursday night. Prime time. Thursday night. Mm. Man, that's actually kind of a good game. Um, I think they lose that game. Okay. Week uh, week six, home against Jacksonville. Oh, yeah, they get that win. Okay. Week seven at the Titans. Jermaine, you said they split. Correct, yep. Week eight, Commanders. I think they win that. Oh, that's Carson Wentz revenge game, though. Carson Wentz revenge game, but in, and also in Indy. Ooh. Oh, I wish I would remember what I said on the last podcast. Did I say Carson Wentz wins this game? I don't think we did because we were just I, we were just so flabbergasted at how bad the commanders are. Yeah. I, I listen, I'll, listen I'll, I'll, I'll jump in. I'll jump in here and say we love revenge games. So I, that's that's a loss. I don't remember what I said. I think I said the commander will lose because it's Carson Wentz. <laughs> I'm done defending we, it. I'm I'm gonna I'm gonna go against the revenge game. I think the revenge games this year all fail. Yeah, for sure. All right, so we have a win there against the Commanders. Then two road games: Patriots and Raiders. Road games: Patriots and Raiders. I think they could beat the Patriots. I think they lose to the uh, to the to the Ra- uh, Raiders, though. Yeah. So split. Yeah, split one and one. Okay, Philly at home. I think the Colts could win that game. Pittsburgh at home. Pittsburgh just doesn't scare me like it used to. Okay, week 13 at Dallas. At Dallas, I think Dallas wins that game. Okay. By, the by Colts, week, right? Colts are 8-5 and five, heading into a week 14 by week. Week 15 at Minnesota. I think they get snuck. Week 16, home against the Chargers. Primetime Monday night. Home against the Chargers. Primetime Monday night. Primetime Monday night. 
Give me the big dog Herb in that game, bro. They're getting they're catching an L, bro. Okay. At the at the Giants. I'm just saying, primetime players play in primetime games, bro. At the Giants. That's a dub. Okay. And Houston to end the year at home. Did they hit exactly 10 and 7? Uh if they beat Houston, yes. Goodness, this division. I'm gonna just not bet anything in this division. With the victory over Houston, we've said the Indianapolis Colts are ten and seven. Ten and seven. And here's the thing. Eric's right. The offensive line is not as big a strength as it as it typically is. Now, I'm not gonna say that it completely sways sways anything because it's still a pretty good offensive line. But this division's gonna come down to those two early season matchups between the Titans and the Colts. Because we've we've essentially said that Vegas odd makers, there's no value in either of these two lines. Yep. So here's what I'm gonna do. I'm gonna take the under under 10 wins on Indianapolis. Okay. And I think I'm gonna fucking ride uh, Tennessee. I think I think I don't know if anyone wins ten wins in this division, but I yeah. think ten, I think Tennessee holds the tiebreakers and Tennessee wins the division. Okay. I I think a nine and eight Tennessee Titans make the playoffs. This is a fascinating division. <laughs> and I, you know, anybody else can say something. I don't need to, to carry the, all the all the water here. But everyone's really non-committal except me trying to thread the line here. This is outrageous. I don't want listen. I I don't want any. I don't want any part of it. I don't want any part of Tennessee. I don't want any part of Indianapolis. Maybe when we start talking about the the Texans and the Jags, I'll I'll like some value in there. But I, I don't I don't see any I don't see anything here. There's just so what much. About, there's just so much turnover for both of these teams that it's just it's hard to. I, I could see fucking Jacksonville with Doug Peterson fucking sneaking in, winning nine say, games, and making the playoffs. Super like who the fuck knows, division, dude? Bro. I don't know, bro. But that's a that's a tall task. What I'm gonna do is I'm gonna default to best head coach, right? Best head coach. As of right now, what I think is the best quarterback in that – well, actually, Matt Ryan is in that division now. <laughs> Ryan Tannehill really fell in my eyes, dude. I used to beat my chest for that guy, and he just took a big step back. I think – I'm going – Tennessee plus 175 is my favorite bet in this division right now. I can get Tennessee plus money to win the division. Ryan Tannehill has a tight end, a proven tight end who can catch weapons which Ryan Tannehill is not good without a tight end. Um, Robert Woods, is captain, move the sticks. And then you got Derek fucking Henry until Derek Henry is not Derek Henry. I'm betting on Derek Henry. Give me Tennessee plus 175. I've talked myself into it, bro. That's the bet to make in this division. All right, let's get it. So the next uh, team in this division was the Houston Texans without Deshaun Watson last year. They finished a whopping 4-13. and 13. Uh uh, actually did pretty well in the division, though. They went 3-3. Three and three. So, Houston Texans' um, departures are Tyrod, the two quarterbacks, Tyrod Taylor to the Giants. They traded Deshaun Watson to the Browns. Running back David Johnson's no longer with the team. 
Wide receiver Danny Amendola retired. Deshaun Hamilton's no longer with the team. Tight end Jordan Aikens also to the Giants. I see Brian Dable poached some of his uh, some of these Texans. Offensive tackle Marcus Cannon no longer with the team. Defensive end Jacob Martin with the Jets. Terrence Mitchell, the cornerback with the Patriots. Safety Justin Reed went to the Chiefs. Outstanding pickup for the Chiefs. And Lonnie Johnson was traded to the Chiefs. Defensive back. Some of the additions that the Houston Texans had. Oh, my God. Three quarterbacks, Jeff Driscoll, Kyle Allen, Kevin Hogan. Three running backs, Royce Freeman, Marlon Mack, Dare Agunbowale. Fullback, Andy Janovich. Three wide receivers, Chad Beebe, Chris Connolly, and Brandon Cooks. Tight end, Farrell Brown. Three offensive linemen, Cedric Agubwe. Uh, offensive lineman, Justin Britt, A.J. Can. Three defensive ends, Mario Addison, Rasheem Green, and Jerry Hughes. Defensive tackle, Malik Collins. Six linebackers, Blake Cashman, Kamu Greiger-Hill, Neville Hewitt, Christian Kirksey, Agbo Okoronkwo, Jalen Reeves-Maben. Two quarterbacks, Fabian Monroe, Steven Nelson, two safeties, Terrence Brooks, MJ Stewart, and defensive back, Desmond King. God fucking damn that's a lot of turnover. <laughs> Holy, I was every group was three, 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 three. So, Eric, you want to give us the um, division odds for the Houston yeah. Texans? So, the Houston Texans have the worst odds to win the division at plus 3,000. Their over is plus 100, their under is minus 120, and their line was set at four and a half. <laughs> that fucking half game, those sons of bitches. <laughs> four and a half. All right, let's get into it. They open the season uh, at home against the Colts. Two road games, Broncos and Bears. Week four at home against the Chargers. At Jacksonville, week five, a week six by week. At the Raiders, two home games, Titans and Eagles. At the Giants, a home against the Commanders. At the Dolphins, home against the Browns. At the Cowboys, home against the Chiefs. At the Titans, home against the Jaguars. And then finish the year at the Colts. All right, let's get into it. Week one, home against Indianapolis. Lost. Oh, man. Look, I know I said loss, but does the weight of Deshaun Watson no longer being on that franchise just have them so amped up they win that week one matchup? I mean, we said that it's inevitable that, that you both unanimously agreed that the Colts win the first two games. I know, but I'm thinking about it from the Texans' perspective. What I'm saying is Colts win, but week one, when I pick the Texans in head-to-head, it's because of that narrative. (laughs) (laughs) All right, two road games, Broncos and Bears. Uh, I think they split that. You know, my take for the year is that the Bears are going to be the worst team in football. Right. Okay. Uh, Home against the Chargers. Home against – oh, yeah, that's a loss. Why did I think about that so hard? Okay. At Jacksonville. This is going to be a fun game, though. It it does have that feel. Early season, October game. Two teams that you expect nothing out of, and it's another, like, 45-42 last-second field goal wins it. It's going to be a slugfest, bro. Big points will be put up in this. If you're playing DFS, bookmark this game. Brandon Cooks all day. Um, I still think they lose, though. I I also think loss, but I think David Mills comes back and smacks Trevor Lawrence week 17. 
So we're going to all out. So the Texans one and four going into a week six bye week. They come out of the bye week at the Raiders. That's a loss. Okay. Uh, two home games, Titans and Eagles. The Eagles is Thursday night, prime time. I mean, this is loss, loss. <laughs> uh, you guys like revenge games, Doug Peterson. Doug Peterson, revenge game, Thursday night at home against the Eagles. He's not in Philadelphia. All, he's at home against the Eagles? He, they're in Houston, correct. All, all revenge games this year fail. I'm right. sticking with it, bro. It's Including not looking, Russ? Well, dude, both teams have revenge in every situation. So, but, <laughs> but like, it's not Russ's revenge. Russ wanted to wanted it out of there, right? Week ten at the Giants. W. Yeah. Okay. Week eleven, home against the Commanders. W. Oh, they're rolling two straight at Miami. Loss. Big loss. Versus the Browns. Well, how many, what what game of the season is this? Is Week Deshaun thirteen. Week thirteen. Oh, Deshaun's back. Because of course the schedule makers scheduled Deshaun to return. Oh, that's right. We talked about his first game. It's back. a revenge game. It's the it's the year of the revenge game. Bro, maybe I'm wrong about these revenge games. But who do so whose revenge is it in this instance? It's Houston's revenge, right? Right. It's the whole city of Houston. For what he did to him. It's because fucking the Manfred Mafia, bro. They're running wild in Houston. Shouldn't have fucking shouldn't have cheated to win that World Series. That's what you get, Houston. I to fuck it. Dub. Three straight, bro. Three game win streak. Give it to well, him. Well, they lost to Miami, so. Oh well, whatever. You know. So what three of four. Uh, going into Dallas to play the Cowboys. Win. Oh, I'm just kidding. It's a loss. Okay. Uh, Even I was just like, come on, guy. Uh, Kansas City at home. Loss. That's a win. They have better chance of beating Dallas than the two Kansas City, bro. I don't think Tennessee. Kansas City is going to be as good as everyone thinks they are this year. We always think that, though. Kansas City is the Alabama of the NFL. And then we're always right. Yeah, they still make the playoffs and get to like the NFC Championship or the AFC Championship. Week 16 at Tennessee. Doesn't this feel like a Tennessee loss? It really does, but I don't think they win this game. Okay. Now we're getting to it. 4 11 going into week 17. We already discussed. Home against Jacksonville, Davis Mills pulls that out if he's still the starter. Then week 18 at the Colts. To go over the win total? No, they're already over the win total. They already have five wins? Correct. Who did they beat? You Giants, said they commanders. You said you said they split Denver Chicago. I assume they beat Chicago oh, is what you meant. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, damn, they do get over four and a half. Over is plus money. Daddy likes. Let's go. Yeah, I'll take. I will also take the over on at plus money. Over plus money. I'm rooting for Houston this year. Dude. Eric, what's the uh, what's the Texans to win the division? Plus three thousand. <laughs> Good. I feel like donating money to Vegas. 
right. We have it. We have it at five and twelve. Uh, I, yeah, I, I just I I, I haven't. I, I need to see. Maybe I'll revise it after I see more of the Texans. But I don't think that they're. It, it'll be a, it'll be a fun game. It'll certainly be a fun game. Yeah. Against when 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 Deshaun Watson returns. Taking the over for Houston is going to be my favorite bet to watch all year because you yeah. know they're going to make sweat it, bro. Yeah, for <laughs> if sure. they come out and win too early, I'm going to be the most giddy motherfucker, bro. Do <laughs> you imagine if they go if they go five and zero to start the year? Uh no, I dude, I would cream in my bets. Hey, quick update: we're seven away from Pujols joining the 700 Club. Oof, my dad's in. He's gonna do it. Oh, by the way, I listen. We'll, we'll take this brief intermission. Uh, I believe I sent you guys something on Instagram about Albert Pujols. Albert Pujols just needed to get back into a Cardinals uniform, didn't he? He's pimping those stat lines, bro. I mean, it is incredible. Albert Pujols, since he in the second half of the season, since he joined the St. Louis Cardinals, a four. It's probably higher now that more games have happened. A four fifteen batting average, an eight fifty four slugging percentage. A 1,320 OPS, that's on-base plus slugging, and a, a 266 runs created stat. The average in the MLB, the average player in the MLB is 100. <laughs> Albert Pujols is first in all those categories. He's since 42 he, years old. Since he got traded, he's first since in all those he got categories? Traded. Yeah. That's fucking wild. Let All me right, say that go. again. Let me say that again. For those of you who don't know advanced baseball stats, Albert Pujols is hitting 415 since he got traded to the Cardinals. Now he's not playing every day. I'll give you that. But he needed to move out of the AL, come back home. I know you hate it, Jermaine, but it is so nice to see Albert Pujols just mashing balls again in the Cardinals. No, game. no, dude. I'm all right with him mashing because it further proves that the Los Angeles Angels of Anaheim should no longer be a professional <laughs> franchise. All right. Hold on, hold on one second. I'm going to look up something at um, Baseball Reference. We'll just burn that franchise to the ground. I'm so yeah. – I cannot stand the – the Angels are my new mortal enemy. It's Angels and the Cardinals. <laughs> Uh, so, in 12 years with the St. Louis Cardinals, this year included, Albert Pujols is hitting 327 with 458 home runs and 1,366 RBIs. That's not bad. <laughs> That's really not bad good, at all. That's really in 10 bad. years with the Angels, he hit 256 with 214 home runs or 222 home runs. And 700 RBIs, almost half. Oh my God, he, he was, was a, sh- when he played with the Cardinals. His OPS plus, which is on base slugging percentage against average, when you take out ballparks and everything like that, was 170. The average player is 100. Remember, when he was with the Angels, it was 108. God, that's so, so much. That's significantly better. I didn't realize he did 10 years with the Angels. That is wasted. Yeah. Yep. No, this is my stat. This is why I hate the Angels, bro. Like, it's, <laughs> if you're good and you play on the Angels, your career is it's moot. It doesn't even matter in the grand scheme of that Major League Baseball. They've had, have, they had Trout and Pools for 10 years. 
Listen to this, Eric. Here's a stat that's going to blow your mind. Albert Pujols is one of the greatest baseball players over any span that you can take. I'm going to take a 10-year span, all right? From 2001 to 2010, Albert Pujols did not play less than 143 games, and he did not hit less than 312. <laughs> I hated Albert Pujols, bro. When he was with the Angels, he only hit over 275 once. And that was his first year in an Angels uniform. It's the Orlando Magic of baseball. Bro, they are... It's, or they, the Kings. Fuck the Angels, bro. I'm so mad at them. He only, in the 10 years that he... In the 10 years that he was with the Angels, he only played over 140 games, what, half the time. Four years. In his entire 12 year, in his entire 11 year career, because we're not going to count this year, in his 11 year career with the St. Louis Cardinals, he did not play less than 147 games. He did not hit less than 32 home runs. He did not drive in less than a 99 RBIs, and he did not hit less than 299. The 147, the 99, the two, the, the, the 299 that I just mentioned were all in his last year with the Cardinals. What a shame, dude. I don't think it's a shame. I think it's I, I think he's back. He's back. At 40 he's back. Years old. He's rejuvenated. Let's wrap up this division breakdown. Last team last year was the three and fourteen Jacksonville Jaguars. Uh some of their subtractions were they lost Carlos Hyde and Dara and Gumawale. Wide receiver Tavon Austin signed with the Bills and DJ Shark with the Lions. Tight ends, Jacob Hollister to the Raiders, James O'Shaughnessy to the Bears, guards, Cam to the Texans, Norwell to the Commanders. Uh, center, Linder, retired. Defense, defensive end, Jihad Ward to the Giants. Defensive tackle, Tate Bryan to the Browns. Linebackers, Miles Jack to the Steelers and Damian Wilson to the Panthers. And cornerback, Nevin Lawson is no longer on a team. Um, man, that list of Texans additions is wild. So Jacksonville Jaguars, they added three wide receivers, Zay Jones, Christian Kirk, and Laquan Treadwell. They added tight end Evan Ingram. They added three offensive linemen. Cam Robinson was franchise tag. Brandon Scherf was signed away from the commanders. And Chat was signed on a two-year deal. Uh, defensive ends, Adam Gostis and Arden Key. Uh, signed with the team. Um, defensive tackle Foley Fatukasi signed with the team. Linebacker Foye Aluakon signed with the team. And cornerbacks Trey Herndon and Darius Williams signed with the team. Eric, can you give us their division uh, odds? Yeah, so they're the third. They have the third best odds to win the division at plus seven fifty. Um, their over is plus one ten, and their under is minus one thirty. And their line was set at six and a half. Plus, what's what's it to win the division? Plus 750? Yes, plus 750. Kind of bonkers, right? What do you mean? That it's that, like, low? I thought it would at least be over over a thousand. Yeah. I, I mean, they made some additions to that team all over, all over and in the draft. The Jacksonville Jaguars have a chance to be something sneaky. All right. Well, here we go. Let's start. Week one, they open at the Commanders. 
Week two, okay. week two, home against the Colts. Week three and four at Chargers at Eagles. Week five, home against the Texans at the Colts. Three home games in a row. Well, sorry, two home games. Uh, week seven, home against the Giants. Week eight against Denver, in which they are the home team, but it's being played in Wembley in England. Week nine, home against the Raiders at the Chiefs, and then a week 11 bye week. Coming out of the bye week, they play Baltimore at home, two road games, Detroit and Tennessee, the Cowboys at home, two road games, Jets and Texans, and they finish the year with the Tennessee Titans at home. All right, let's go into it. Week one at the Commanders. Man, I don't know. W? (laughs) Flip a coin. All right, flip a coin. All right. Week two versus the Colts. Uh, Loss. At Chargers, at Eagles. Loss, loss. Versus the Texans? Like Doug Peterson beating the Eagles. Uh, I mean, I just can't see it, bro. I think the Eagles team is good this year. Against the Texans, um, they, they win this game. Okay. At the Colts, they revenge lose. game, revenge game from the Colts for last year. Anybody? Yeah, they lose. The Colts win this game. Okay. Uh, versus New York, week seven, New York at home. The Giants or? The Giants, correct. I don't think it matters. I think they beat both New York teams this year. Okay. Uh, the Broncos in London. Broncos playing in Wembley, 9.30 in the morning. We said... Crazy London shit hates. happens, bro. Crazy shit happens. Um, let, me, let, me, let me give you a future ESPN storyline. Russell Wilson is defeated in London, and the Jaguars are 4-4 four and four after, after week eight. Yeah. It, would ESPN just go hog wild over this story? Absolutely. This would be all the talk. I say that that Trevor Lawrence would have like a coming out game. Right. In London. Can we see it happening? No. No. I mean, we could, but I'm not (laughs) picking it. (laughs) Week nine, Raiders. Uh, I don't know. At Raiders? Yeah. Home. Win. Home, Home to the Raiders. Okay, I'll give them a dub. That's that's an upset for the year. At Kansas City, oh, they get trounced. They go into the bye week four and six. If you're going to the bye week with Doug Peterson at four and six, you're feeling pretty good. Yeah, with this team, yeah. They come out of the bye week home against Baltimore. Loss. <laughs> <laughs> Two road games: Detroit and the Titans. Oh, uh, wait, no, I think that's, that's lost, loss. Uh, home against Dallas, week 15. Win. <laughs> no chance, bro, that's a loss. Thursday, oh, Thursday night, prime time against the Jets. We already said we think they sweep the New York games. At the Texans, week 17. I think the Texans win that one. Okay, and versus the Titans, week 18. The Titans win that game. They win and they keep them out of the playoffs. (laughs) (laughs) 
Yo, you got some anti-Titan love in you, bro. Like, you ain't about that squad. All right, Eric, remind me of the over-under again. Uh, the over-under line is six and a half. Okay, the Giants, based on our predictions, just finished five and 12. The Jaguars? Yes, five and 12. Five and 12? Oh, man. Listen, listen to, come, to come out of a bye week and to play Baltimore, Detroit, Tennessee, and Dallas – I'm not. I'm not having too much fun as Doug Peterson. No, not really. Especially this Detroit team is going to be. They already competed last year. Right. They're going to be better this year. Here's here, here's here's the defining part of their schedule, right? And I don't think they win any of these games. Week eight in London against the Broncos. Week nine Raiders. Week ten Chiefs. Week eleven a bye week and week twelve uh, Ravens. Ravens. They had bye week. They win that bye week, sure. <laughs> they win that bye week, baby. You can't take that. <laughs> God damn. That's an absolutely awful stretch of games. Especially because right. they're sending them to London on that bullshit. Right. That's so funny. Trevor Lawrence is going to be the most popular football player in London. I think gonna, so, yeah. He's going to play the most games there. Yeah. That, that's pending him being good. Do we think Trevor Lawrence is going to make an NFL career? Uh, no. But you've been saying that since before the draft. Nick was Nick was captain on his horse. Fuck Trevor Lawrence. He was hype after last season. I was, like, I was the ah, original Trevor Lawrence jump. hater. My guy can't throw. My guy can't throw no touchdown passes like I said he wasn't. Uh, this is my favorite double fecta of the division. I'm going double fecta on Davis Mills. Yardage and t- touchdowns. I see a lot of garbage time play for the Texans. Stop me if you've heard that before. Despite the additions made all over this roster, the fact that they stabilized with Lovey Smith at head coach, they'll be playing from behind a lot. And Davis Mills will have an exorbitant amount of passing opportunity. With that being said, he can also throw a ton of interceptions. So if you find an interception prop that you like for Davis Mills, let's say they give you a line like 15. I, I mean, 15 might be a little too high. <laughs> 15 is still a lot. But, I mean, it's worth it's worth thinking about. Then you get into some of these more interesting uh, quarterbacks. You have Matt Ryan, 3,900 yards and 25 and a half touchdowns. I mean, that's what Carson Wentz did with this team last year. Get the Eric. fuck out of here. The line for Davis Mills was 14 and a half interceptions. Under- under is minus 110, over is plus 100. Bro, the fact that I said 15 and it's 14 and a half, you have to take the JC guest special. Uh, take the over 14 and a half at plus money and just hope for chaos in these Houston Texans games. So I just to let you know, Trevor Lawrence has the exact same line set. And... Matt Ryan is good. He's at 11 and a half. And uh, who's the other quarterback in this division? <laughs> Ryan Tannehill. You 12 and a half for Tannehill. Uh, listen, here's the, here's the thing. Give me under on Trevor Lawrence passing touchdowns. Where are 12 more touchdowns going to come from? 13 more from last year. Christian Kirk, or, dog? No, not that many. He threw 12 Ed, last year. So, yeah, Ed, so 11. Evan Ingram, bro. 
There's not 11 touchdowns in that receiving group. They're vastly overpaid. Under on touchdowns. Travis, Travis Etienne. Under touchdowns. Okay, you heard it from here. Uh, Nick has under touchdowns for, for Ryan Tannehill. I mean, uh, Trevor Lawrence. Trevor now, Lawrence. We're just, we're just straying, straying right. Ryan Tannehill right. right Ryan Tannehill is just getting hit. With straights. Uh, Eric, can you look up Matt Ryan to – is there a prop Matt Ryan to lead this division in passing yards? Uh, I think he does it, and it's not even close. Nick, can I interest you in a Jonathan Taylor combined yardage over? It is 1,750 and a half yards. Jonathan Taylor over yardage, 1,050. 750. 750. Um, it's, uh, about one, it's about 105 yards a game. Yeah. And he averaged 106 on the ground last year. Just on the ground. Uh, no, I'm going to pass up on it. I, I, I can't, I can't follow up. My Matt Ryan's going to lead the, lead the, the division in passing yards with it, with, with taking a Jonathan Taylor combined prop. Yeah. It's rushing and receiving. No, I know. I know. Okay. I don't see how those count contradict, but all right. Um, I think John, so I think Matt Ryan's a tr tremendous quarterback when it comes to targeting running backs. I mean, we've seen him do it. Todd Gurley. Devontae Freeman, Tevin Coleman, Cordero Patterson. Cordero Patterson lit the league on fire last year. I, I think Matt Ryan severely upgrades the pass-catching ability of Jonathan Taylor. And that 17.50.5 yards is so juicy because you know he's going to get his on the ground as well. I think that's a great bet. I'm taking the over there. So I actually agree with that because I personally think we're going to have – this division is going to be shitty and it's going to be a bore to watch, but I think we're going to have two dudes that are going to be approaching 2000 rushing yards. Barring any injury from them. I both think they're going to be around like 1800 and 1900, maybe even break to 2000 rushing yards this year. So then you're liking Derrick Henry over I, 1350 and a half rushing. yards. I like both their overs for the rushing yards, but if you don't feel comfortable with him getting 1450, I think the Jonathan Taylor rushing and receiving combo is, is a great deal. Cause Nick Sirianni, Head coach, you saw it in Philly with the Super Bowl. He loves to throw it to his running back. He's gonna do it. Matt Ryan loves to do it, so I think it's gonna. I think he hits that easily if he doesn't alone break that number by rushing. Mm, interesting. I, I look. I, I like it. You're saying what I already said, so that just reinforces my seventeen fifty and a half bet. So you're taking Derrick Henry over thirteen fifty and a half rushing yards. Yes or yes? Yes, me. Yes, I am. You're Derrick taking, Henry last year, by the way, Derrick Henry last year was on pace for 2,000 yards before he got injured. 2,000 even? I mean, like, 19, or, like 1989. Real, so just shy of 2,000. Just shy. He probably, if, he, if he played 17 games, correct. He probably would have got it. Interesting. Damn, so you kind of got to take the over there. Do you, nobody, nobody here thinks Derrick Henry's dead, correct? No. no. Okay, I'm going over a yard. <laughs> going over yards. I'll look if I got the over for total yards. I'm taking the over yards for Jonathan Taylor. Let me double dip in that cash pot. There are some interesting wide receivers here. What a great segue! I'll take triple fecta. I'll take the trifecta, Michael Pittman. 
Trifecta Michael Pittman. For those if Michael Pittman can catch 88 balls for 1,082 yards and six touchdowns with Carson Wentz throwing him the football, then, yeah, I'm going to take over for Matt Ryan. Okay, so for those of you at home, the over receiving yards is 1,025 and a half. The receptions is 85 and a half, and the touchdowns are six and a half. Nick is taking a trifecta. Um, Man, we've got some fascinating, fascinating players here. Anybody want anything with Christian Kirk? Um, nope. The, no. only player, the only player I want to take is uh, Traylon Burks, and I'm going to take the unders on everything. You're taking the unders on everything. What are you just being petty for? I'm not being petty. That's how I feel. That's what I really believe is going to happen. I don't think you believe that at all. Just He was involved in the A.J. Brown trade. You're being petty, bro. I'm not You're, being petty. Look, one of these two receivers in this division is going to get a trifecta, and it's not going to be Michael Pittman. Give me the trifecta for Brandon Cooks. 950 and a half receiving yards. Mans doesn't miss at a thousand. 82 and a half receptions. He's the only guy there. And five and a half touchdowns. Give me the lock on that. Brandon Cooks smashes the overs on all three of those. Uh, and that'll be the last prop I take in this. What are the what are the stats for Brandon Cooks again? 950 and a half receiving yards, 82 and a half receptions, and five and a half touchdowns. So Brandon Cooks has played nine years in the National Football League. He's only had two years where he's been under 1,000 yards. Exactly. Brandon Cooks, a.k.a. good at football, a.k.a. doesn't matter what offensive system, a.k.a. doesn't matter what quarterback, a.k.a. holla at your boy skinny penis. I'm going to ride you with a Brandon Cooks pick, the trifecta. I'm also going to, because I'm just going to quadruple down on this Matt Ryan train. I'm going to take Robert Woods over. Is Robert Woods dead? Do people think Robert Woods is dead? Robert, Woods, Ryan, plays Robert Woods plays for the Titans. Good. Faith in Tannehill. Give, give it to me. <laughs> you said he already said it, so he's sticking with it. <laughs> no, I still want – I mean, dude, Rob, Robert Woods is not dead. <laughs> no, he's, he's a great receiver. Hell of a tagline. Robert Woods is not dead. No, nah, uh, too many words. Robert Woods ain't dead. <laughs> Woods right. is logs is wood. Grammar are good. So Nick has the trifecta for Robert Woods. That books him for three trifectas in this wide receiver division. That Robert Woods being over 800 and a half receiving yards, over 64 and a half receptions, and over four and a half touchdowns. And I'd be lying if I didn't sit here and stare at that line and go, that's a trifecta waiting to happen. So I'm glad somebody hopped on board for it. I didn't have the unmitigated gall, as my boy Stephen B. Smith would say. Um, so, you know, that's that's the way the cookie crumbles. I, I think that's a great bet. Robert Woods at 800 yards receiving, even coming off an ACL, like – Give him free cat- money. Free who's money. Cat- who's catching passes there? Especially if free Eric's money. got the underfecta. Free money. Eric's got the underfect on Traylon Burks. So if we're saying Traylon Burks ain't doing shit, then Robert Woods is doing much, much more shit. Uh, and you know, that- you know the only thing that Robin, the only thing that Robin Wood, Robert Robin, the only thing that Robert Woods likes more than catching passes is getting slept on, and people are sleeping on Robert Woods this year. Bro, Bobby Trees, all he does is run routes, dog. Uh, Bobby Trees, injury, dog. Was his injury early on last year? 
Yeah, it was before okay, the trade. It was he's he's going to be he's going to be back. Like he's he's ready for week one already. Okay, yeah. cool. Yeah, they'll definitely get the, the over on all that. He'll get that trifecta. Okay, so last thing we have before we wrap it up, this episode ran a little long, is the exact order. So I'm going to go Tennessee, and then I'm going to go – hold on. Then I'm going to go Indianapolis, obviously. I'm going to go – I'm going to go Houston. No, I'm going to go Jacksonville, Houston. <laughs> All right, just- plus 260. Just plus one change, just plus two sixty. Mm-hmm. Just one change from mine, Eric. I want Indy, Tennessee, Jacksonville, Houston. That's the favorite at plus two fifty. Okay. <laughs> so all I did was plus. flip division winners, and I got plus ten. That's right. <laughs> Sucks to suck. One of us will be right. All right, Eric. What you got? I'm going Jacksonville, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Houston at plus 1,500. Jacksonville, Tennessee, Indianapolis, Houston. You're just yeah. saying that to be a little thorn in the side. He's just being a – You don't honestly believe Jacksonville is going to win this division. I don't – like in the bottom of my heart, no. I think Tennessee's probably going to pull it out. But I'm, I, I would love to see Jacksonville come with the Christian Kirk MVP season, the Travis Etienne shattering all second-year running back records. Then go bet all these props. What are you doing? You said they weren't happening, and now you're saying they're winning the division? You're completely trolling just to troll. Jacksonville, bro. Oh, my goodness. You're so annoying. Do you guys have anything else before I stop letting Eric talk? I'm just going to keep him muted next episode. Nothing. No, pardon my take style. <laughs> yeah, bro. Just keep deducting points. <laughs> Fucking communist. Nothing, Nothing right? for me. All right, follow us on Instagram at Twitter at Podcast Room 303. I've been your host, Jermaine Colon Mendez. This has been my co-host, Nicholas Moran. And as always, we have EP. We'll see you next time when you come on down and step into the room.